if I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Lydia T. Blanco. And you know what? I literally just got off the road from the greatest homecoming on earth. And guess what? Guess, guess what I did? I drove solo to Greensboro, North Carolina from Harlem with oatmeal. So I guess technically I wasn't solo, but I was solo because I was the only human in the car and oatmeal can't drive. Okay, so, you know, I've been telling everybody, oatmeal needs a daddy. No, I did not find his dad at homecoming, but such is life. It will go on. But I legit just walked back into my apartment not too long ago, and I typically record, you know, every stop on the Get My Life tour ahead of time. That just didn't happen because, you know, I was trying to live my best life. But I am so excited for this stop on the tour. So, you know what? Welcome to the Get My Life Tour if this is your first time joining us. And welcome back if you have been on tour with us since day whatever. I appreciate you coming back, recommitting to yourself, and showing up for yourself. Look, there was so much that I learned And I am so excited to share this with you because I actually pre-recorded what I wanted to say while I was actually driving back from Greensboro back to Harlem. I was probably in Virginia at the time and I decided I needed to just turn on my voice memo because I needed to capture exactly what my thoughts were and I was processing so many different thoughts because I was on the road by myself. I initially didn't plan it to be that way, but you know what? Life happens and everything worked out the way that it was supposed to. So without further ado, I love to jump into exactly what it is that I want to talk about for this stop on a tour and it is going the distance for yourself. So, as I mentioned, I traveled to Greensboro, North Carolina by myself with the company of my fur baby, Oatmeal, and I couldn't believe it. Let me tell you something. A year ago, I went to Jiho with one of my close friends, and we were like, you know what? Jiho was so lit. We hadn't been in some years and we decided you know what we're gonna go back and it's gonna be great and it's it's just gonna be a situation so we we kept saying these things October was coming we were like okay October 26th October 26th we taking off what days from work okay we're gonna drive down okay let me get a troop so we're gonna pick up somebody in Jersey we're gonna pick up somebody in DC and then we're just gonna make our way down to Greensboro it's gonna be cool that is not what happened, y'all. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's not what's happening anymore. Should I stick to my plan? Okay, let me try, you know, plan B. So plan B was me reaching out to someone else. And then plan C was 
me reaching out to someone else. And then plan B and C did not work. And I got to a juncture in the road before the road trip, no pun intended, where I was no longer committed to going. And literally the day before I got on the road, I was like literally on the phone with one of my sores and I was like, you know what, we're not going because it's going to rain. And I was talking to this person and she said it's going to rain. And I'm like, why would we drive all the way from here and there to be standing in the rain? I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure. You know, I'm invested in having a good time. And I literally was going to allow 40% precipitation predictions stop me from having a good time. So I was like, you know what? We're not going. She was literally sitting in a chair getting her hair done. And I was like, we're not going. It's okay. That's all right. We're going to have a good time. I'm just come down um, to the DMV area and we're going to live our best lives. So then I wake up the next morning. I check the weather. Zero percent chance of rain. I was like, wow, maybe I should go. I'm not sure. Hmm, should I go? There was such a wide communication gap in between one point of the day and the next point of the day. And I was really anxious, y'all, because I had made up my mind after being so indecided, I actually wanted to go to Jiho. And I was just like, okay, look, Lydia, this is something that you want to do. This is something that you said you were going to do. You've been talking about it since last year. And I know things aren't really working out. So what do you do now? So I received confirmation that I need to just go. And that confirmation was that I needed to follow through on my word to myself, commit to what it is that I want to do, and go the distance by myself. And I told that long-winded story because it took all of that, literally like this year-long process and all of these stints in between, to make up my mind and to commit to myself and go the distance. Okay, now this is no shade to anyone who was, you know, planning to go anywhere with me. This is not what this episode is about. I am not that person at all. But I am a firm believer that things happen for a reason, okay? And each and every person who was not able to, you know, road trip with me had a valid reason as to why they could no longer travel. You feel me? And those are my sisters, and I understand and respect that. And I was just like, okay, maybe this is a learning opportunity for me. And it most definitely was, and it was to go the distance by myself. So I drove, and, you know, I got up really early in the morning. I was My alarm was set for 3.50. I was out of the house and in my car warming it up by 4.30. And by the time I got off the turnpike, the sun was rising and I was in prayer, you know, praying for traveling mercies. Um, And I just had such an incredible experience as the sun was rising. I felt like I was able to renew my enthusiasm and set my intentions for why why it was that I was going to homecoming. Of course, to have fun, right? To commune with others and, you know, celebrate gathering with others. But also for me, traveling this weekend was like the recharge that I needed. Okay. When I tell you I am getting my life, my life, when I tell you that I'm getting my life, I am getting my life y'all. Okay. I most definitely am in a, a phase of 
transition right now, transition of thought, transition of not belief, but how I understand what it is that I say that I believe, if that makes any sense. And just shifting my perspective on how I look at a lot in life and how I commit to myself. You know, I expect so much of other people because I'm such a giving person. But one of the things that I realized as I was on a road by myself is that I often am not the most committed person to myself, and I should be. I absolutely should be. There is so much that I commit to in life. Um, My nine to five, my five to nine, you know, my nine to 12, all these things. I commit to people. I commit to spaces, community, oatmeal as his owner, even though sometimes I feel like the roles are reversed, okay? Um, But there's so much that I commit to, and I realize that I put myself on the back burner and I become like the sacrificial lamb or there's just so much that I compromise and I realize that I often leave myself out of the equation. So I end up doing, but I am not as committed to myself during the process. And others benefit from that. It sounds crazy, but I'm I'm sure that there may be some kind of like bell that rings for you when you think about how much you give to others and how much you do and how much is left for yourself or how much of you is left for yourself, right? So in going the distance, those things were put into perspective for me because I was like, okay, so what am I leaving behind in New York? Okay, so what am I really going to Greensboro for? And what am I, you know, you know, as I was backing out of the decision that I made a year ago, I realized how that, is just so unfaithful to me, right? Someone would just see it as, oh, you're going to homecoming. And some people would be like, look, you ain't even go to Auntie. Look, let me tell you something, okay? I did not go to Auntie. I am not an Aggie. And I am a proud Bennett College alum. Shout outs to Bennett because um, contrary to popular belief, we still out here in these streets. But, um, you know, I grew up in Greensboro during my, you know, critical transitional years from like late teenage to like young adulthood. I don't know if that makes any sense, but you get what I'm saying, okay? Um, and I spent a lot of time at a and I was a part of their West Coast Club, which was led. I helped people register to vote. I even helped somebody run for SGA president. I didn't even go there, okay? Um, but it's always a good time. But like I said, my intentions were to recharge, renew my enthusiasm, and just celebrate life with people. And people who know me, people who don't want anything from me, I promise every time I turn around or I look at my phone or I'm networking, there's someone who asks me for something. And I never knew that people thought that I was so resourceful. Um, And I know that comes with the territory of being visible, But it is extremely exhausting to always be asked for something. And you know what? I never put out what I need on social media. I I jokingly put out that I needed a pet sitter one time for oatmeal. I got crickets, okay? Now, oatmeal is a a cute little well-behaved dog, but I still couldn't get nobody to watch him, okay? Anyway, that's besides the point. But the point is, is that... I I refrain from asking from thing for things, excuse me, from people because I'm not um not that I'm not in need, but I don't really believe in being transactional. And I, a lot of people's asks are transactional. 
Um, so it just felt good to be around people who just were excited to receive me and just were genuinely happy to see me, vice versa. You know, so in committing to myself and going the distance for myself, there was so much love that was awaiting for me. And, you know, I really have to say this because it's something that has been like at the top of my mind, especially as I was on the road. And it is when you go the distance for yourself, you never know what is at the destination awaiting your arrival. When I got to Greensboro, there was so much love when you know people were no longer able to come, there were people who were randomly reaching out to me like, hey, are you coming to Jiho? Am I going to see you? And some of those people I didn't even get to see because reception was horrible because there were so many people um, in one area that the cellular towers were like, uh-uh, we're not doing this. So they just shut down. Um, I don't know if that's what they really said, but it, that's how it worked. But no, really. So there was so much love waiting for me there, right? I, I have this running joke about finding Omela's dad. I don't know if he was there or not. You know what I'm saying? I got to come over there. But I, I just received so much love. I didn't realize that that much love from my Bennett sisters, from some Aggies, you know, you know, the Omegas. Just just all this love. Um, and I'm not saying that the Omegas love me. Please don't take that out of context. I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Um, you know, so that's what I mean. Okay, so there was just so much love awaiting me. And it felt good, like I said, because no one wanted anything from me. It was just being embraced. It was the feeling of being received without expectation, right? Maybe a hug in return, a kiss in return, um, and great conversation. So those things mattered, but I honestly believe that if I did not go the distance for myself, that I wouldn't have received those things. I would have been in my apartment looking on my timeline, watching stories, and shoulda, coulda, woulda been all over the place. And that was not how I wanted to feel And I'm glad that I went the distance for myself because sometimes you have to, you can't be so concerned with who is going to go somewhere with you. You know, I am reliable. I'm resourceful. I am well committed to those who I'm in relationship with and I serve and all these other things, right? This is not... um, me being braggadocious. But I say those things to say that it is important for us to drop the who's going mentality. I know you've seen the meme, like who's going to be there, right? It's the question you ask when you're really trying to gauge who's going to be in the room and whether or not you should go, even though you're already late, but you're still trying to figure it out. Okay. So I think that we do that with ourselves. I most definitely do that. So who's going to be there? I was told, <clears throat> excuse me. I was told that no one was going to Jiho this year because it was raining and that there weren't a lot of my line sisters who were going to be there. A lot of um, our neos and grand neos. And I was told that a number of people were just not showing up to Greensboro and that information discouraged me before I got on the road. I was like, oh my gosh, I know what's going to be there. So I'm only going to be with this person, this person, and that person. Oh my gosh. But I was like, Lydia, you never know who's going to be at Jiho. Um, 
So why does that really matter? But it, it became a thing, right? Because I, I listened to the information that was given to me. I was thinking about the rain. I was thinking about who was going to be there, who was not going to be there, all these things. And I almost let that discourage me. So I say all that to say that we can't have the who's going mentality because if you are there, that should be enough. If you are reliable, if you are resourceful, if you know how to have a good time, if you're confident on your own, if you know turning up is a thing wherever you are, then it should not matter about who's going. Yes, be mindful of the company you keep, right? But if there is something that you have set your heart on, um, if there is somewhere that you want to go, if there is somewhere that you've been called to be, then I believe that it is your duty to go and not have a who's going mentality, like I said, if you are there, that is enough. Um, my next point is really about keeping your word to yourself. Like, if you make a promise to yourself, you should make good on that promise and, you know, really keep that promise. You know, it's so funny because so many people are heartbroken or have their expectations broken, better yet, by people who do not keep their words. But we are some of the least committed people to ourselves. And I think that when you learn to keep your word to yourself, that is how you practice consistency. And that is what qualifies you to show up as your best self and for yourself. You know, on the Get My Life Tour, I'm always talking about showing up for yourself, right? We're taking center stage. There is no way that you can take center stage if you're not committed to yourself. If you can't keep your word, how are you going to show up somewhere and not go? Right? Wherever you go, you have to take yourself with you. Um but you also have to make good on the promises that you make to yourself. There are so many things I back out of because of this, that, and that reason. And I just have to remember the golden rule applies to me too. So I need to treat myself the way I expect others to treat me. Um, I feel like that energy is often picked up on Last year, I had an incredible experience at Jiho, but I was really paying attention and mindful of the the hmm, the people I attracted, both male and and female. Right? Um, I really don't like saying male and female. I attracted. I paid attention to both the women and the men who I engaged last year, and I think that just getting back to the company part real quick, when you go the distance by yourself. Those who you attract, I, I just feel like are completely different than those who you may attract when others are around you. I don't know what happened this year, but I mean, I know I had a little cute little wig on, okay? But um, I don't know what happened, but there was an energy shift. The The male energy around me shifted, okay? Last year, I had people looking and things of that nature, but I feel like this year, men were more open to actually holding conversations with me, not because I've become a better conversationalist, but because I honestly think it was because I was by myself. So, you know, there was no one, you know, around, and I know I was with a very close friend of mine last year, but I, I just say this to say that who you attract when you go the distance by yourself really changes. It is mind-blowing. I, I challenge you to go somewhere by yourself that you've been before with someone else and see 
the energies and the vibrations and the people who are attracted to you, I almost guarantee you, okay? And I say almost because, look, I'm I'm just me. But I, I almost guarantee you that you are going to see a a shift or a complete difference in what you attract when you're by yourself and when you're with others. I dare you. Go on. You tell me how that went, okay? So... My next point is that company is not confirmation, okay? When you have been assigned to places or told to go, I believe the most high is with you, okay? Um, And when he says go, go. That's just it. And company cannot always be the confirmation that you need. Everybody cannot go with you. Everyone will not go with you. And I think that it is important to note that because, you know, validity is very real. A lot of people are in search of validation and it's challenging at times to go place, go places, excuse me, by yourself because a number of people do not know how to be their own company. I've already said, you know, wherever you go, you have to take yourself with you. And I know, I think Dr. Seuss spoke about that or wrote about that in the book, Oh, The Places You'll Go, one of my favorite books, so lit. But company cannot always be confirmation. There are just some places that you have to go by yourself, you know, And that just goes back to that point about who it is that you will attract when you go the distance. I also think there's a difference in how you'll be received when you go the distance by yourself. Okay? When I was in Greensboro, I realized that I had this fresh perspective because there were things, like I had to navigate differently. I couldn't ask someone to hold my phone and tell me which way to go. I couldn't, um, you know, ask someone, okay, so how is my wig tilted? Until I got to the yard with my line sister and her husband, like, okay, do I have a flyaway? Going the distance by yourself puts a lot of things into perspective is what I'm trying to say. And... I I appreciate that perspective. You know, I've traveled abroad by myself. I've gone on planes to, you know, the African continent. I've gotten on planes to Central and Latin America by myself. And I keep hitting my cup. I apologize. (laughs) But I, I just, you know, feel like you have to be present in order to receive the perspective, especially when you go by yourself, because you're, you're always worried about, you know, who, who will be around. So many things were put into perspective. As I traveled by myself, as I like navigated certain parts of Greensboro by myself for the first time at this age, at this stage in my life, so many things were put into perspective. And I really appreciated it because it took... Um, it took time to get there, okay? When you go by yourself, you have to go confidently. And that was one of the things that was put into perspective. So when I left the house, I left the house. I couldn't be concerned with how I looked. And I had to trust that every decision I was going to make was going to be okay. And that I was going to be okay. Now I had a moment, 
Let me tell y'all. I was in the car and I was on one side of the city and I hit a bump while I was grabbing my coffee and I just got fresh coffee. I was so excited because that was my official pre-game. And do you know the cup of coffee spilled on my jeans? I was like, dang. And I had on distressed jeans, so the coffee hit my thigh immediately, okay? I was frustrated, okay? I was so frustrated. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on my way to my line sister's house. I hope she has a washer and dryer in her unit because I clearly need to wash my pants. So I got to her house. I was like, girl, I dropped all of this coffee on my pants. Look at my thigh. Oh my gosh, she got the back. And we about to be on our way to the yard, right? I had to literally wash my jeans by hand in her sink and then blow dry them because someone was using the dryer, okay? But I had to just, you know, I had to make sure that I was good and I had to trust that I was going to be okay. You know, I arrived at her house solo, right? And if you know my line sisters, they're super independent. They're like, okay, we're going to figure this out, X, Y, and Z. Um, But... It was it was it was a moment, y'all. It was a moment. I feel like I just got sidetracked because I I'm like laughing at the moment. I'm like visualizing myself sitting on the kitchen floor. Uh, I don't know why I decided to go to the kitchen and plug up the blow dryer and dry my jeans. Maybe because I washed them in the sink. Okay. Anyways, y'all, what I'm saying is is that there are going to be some things that happen when you decide to go by yourself. And even if you arrive to spaces where there are others who can, you know, help you or be there with you, you are still going to have to operate in your singleness and trust yourself that things are going to get done, even if others offer you a resource that sink the water and a blow dryer were most definitely resources and the sweatpants that she let me wear as I was drying my jeans. But you have to trust that in your singleness that you will be effective. And it also teaches you to ask for help because I clearly did not want to go to the yard with coffee stained jeans, smelling like coffee all day walking around in Greensboro. But I had to be willing to ask for help, you know, I could have most definitely gotten my way and be like, okay, well, you know, it just is what it is at this point. But I was like, no. And it's not even about being in a relationship with my line sister. Um, it's really just the practice of asking for what you need because let me tell you something. I know myself and I know that Lydia, however long ago, would have been like, ah. Oh, you know, I'm just chalking up the loss. But I was like, okay, how are you going to practice being good? And I was like, okay, one of the ways I'm going to practice being good is by asking for help. And not good in the sense it's good and bad, right? But I'm like, good, like, am I good? Okay. Um, so let me tell you something. Like I said, I just walked in the house and I did not think that this stop on the tour was going to be long, but I most definitely hope that it has helped you. I don't know where it is that you are going next um, on your Get Your Life Tour. Um, I say Get Your Life Tour even even though it's called the Get My Life Tour, right? But as you are on tour, I'm not sure what your next stop is. But I hope that you are willing to go some places by yourself. Like I said, go try. If it's if it's least intimidating, go somewhere that you've been by yourself. 
with others, like go by yourself. And if not, I challenge you to go somewhere that you haven't been by yourself and really just like be present and get that perspective and operate in a place of freedom. You know, when you don't have to be committed or overcommitted to anything, take advantage of those opportunities because there's so much that we have to commit to in life. And it can be so challenging to just, you know, shake those things and operate and move how you want to move. Um, so do that. And let me think about my mic drop moment for a second, y'all. Okay, so I've thought about my mic drop moment and it is just go. Do not back out on yourself because others cannot go with you. If you have been charged with going, if it is on your heart to go, if there is somewhere you've planned or set out to go, go. Go by yourself. Go and have fun. Go and make it work. Go and make it count. Go. Look, I knew that this stop on the tour would not be extremely long. I hope you are not disappointed by that. Um, But I really wanted to share what um, what I experienced and some of the lessons that I learned in going by myself. And look, I want you to talk to me. Talk to me on social media. Join the Get My Life Tour backstage community on Facebook. It's a private group. Sign up for the newsletter on the getmylifetour.com. Follow the Get My Life Tour on Instagram at Get My Life Tour on Twitter. I am on all platforms at Lydia T. Blanco with the exception of Snapchat because I don't use it. Um, But look, I want to know where is it that you plan on going on the next stop of your tour by yourself or tell me some places you've been by yourself and the experiences that you had, especially as you went the distance for yourself. All right. So I am so glad, like always, super excited. I got to find a different adjective, but I legit am always excited when you tune in. Thank you for tuning in from wherever you are. It has been incredibly dope watching, you know, the the areas in which people tune in from like increase. Y'all are legit. I am looking forward to the next step on the tour and I will see you then, okay? Mm-hmm.